0: Teddy Feinberg, Matt Alabone, Game Time PA Podcast. Uh, You can uh, listen to us on Stitcher Radio, I believe. iTunes Radio is an option. And we'll also go 6 to 7 Thursday on Sports Radio 1350 WOYK. Matt, how is life?
1: Uh, It's good to be here. You know, busy week last week. Uh, Football season's wrapping up. District 3 playoffs are underway. A bunch of title games coming up. So, uh, exciting
0: time to be a uh, sports reporter in District 3. No question about that. Um, what stood out last week, obviously, like you said, it was a busy week. I, I can confidently say um, I covered soccer for the first time in a long time, and I covered a high school impressive. football game for the first time in a long time. So um, I made the rounds. Um, I speaking from a personal standpoint, I know I asked you, but I'm just going to go on a little rant right now. No problem. Um, Gettysburg boys won um, mm-hmm. at the game I went to. I think they've had a surprise season. Gettysburg, Gettysburg boys soccer, they had a surprise season. Um, they lost a lot from last year. They are. Uh, they. They. They didn't. You know. They, they. Last year they were a state title contender. Right. Um, this year they brought and they and they lost in disappointing fashion in the state tournament. This year they they lost some veteran leadership. But uh, they, they come back strong. They qualified for the state tournament with that victory. They made to the District 3 semifinals, so that's an automatic state qualifier. Uh, they were super happy after that game. And I saw the out York Catholic girls beat Camp Hill one nothing. York Catholic, kind of a similar story. They had a very good year last year. I don't think they were state title contenders last year, but this offseason they lost a great scorer in Liz Johnson they came back this season much more balanced attack much more balanced team they're playing for a district three tournament championship actually tonight we record the show on wednesday um if you're kind of late to the party that will probably be over by the time you listen to it but in any event they play fairfield who's had a very good year so two local teams Mm -hmm. square off for a district three championship In that i also covered william penn football they beat new oxford um i'm not going to sit here and say it was clemson versus florida state it was anything but that it was Definitely a scrap iron game. (laughs) This is all you need to know about the football game. William Penn had five fumbles lost, and they still won by 30 points. I'm just going to start it and leave it at that. That was
1: the thing that I, when I read the story, and I I know that William Penn has struggled in those areas this year, but to... Lose five fumbles and they had a bunch of touchdowns call it back, right? Three, and they scored sixty-two points. Yes, that's that's very that's pretty remarkable. So that, you know, it, it's definitely a, been a rebuilding season for for New Oxford. That's a tough loss for them. Hopefully, Greg wow. Bowman can can turn that program around. I'll
0: tell you right now, William Penn needed a win really badly. They didn't win a game last year. It was their first win in two years. Right. Mm-hmm. New Oxford needs a win. They need to win. I'm not going to say as badly, but pretty stinking bad. Well, I think
1: this will be their second. If they, I they play Northeastern this week. So if they go 0 and 10, which would definitely they're not be, winning. Yeah, uh, this will be the second time in the past three years. I don't think they've had a winning season because I think two years ago they they didn't win a game. They won two last year. So. Yeah, things definitely uh, need to get turned around for for the
0: new Oxford program. Definitely. What, what about on you end? What your end, Matt? What stood out? I mean, I saw the Littlestown
1: Berm football game Friday. Uh, pretty crazy game. Berm getting off to a twenty-one nothing lead in the third quarter. Littlestown coming back to tie it. Really good game. Yeah, uh, definitely good to see the bolts after being down, kind of fire back and make it a close game, which is what you want to see, because those teams could play each other in the district playoffs. Could be a great rivalry to see in the district playoffs. So uh kind of crossing my fingers hoping that happens would be a great one to cover. But that that was a you know telling game for both teams that both teams really showed a lot of fight. They needed to defend the pass better. But Littlestown showed a lot of heart storming back and Bermudian showed heart that they kind of took that comeback and they you know Went forward after that and still won the game. A lot of
0: teams would fold. So yeah, that was that, was, big I, that for them. was a good game for you. Keep going. What else? And then it just you know. On the
1: other football, I think the other big game to talk about is Central York beating Dallas Town, really solidifying their uh, their chances to make the district playoffs. Huge win for them. uh, Gave Red Redline the Division One title. Dallas Town can't win it now, but that was definitely a game to look at. Uh, A lot of good volleyball action happening on Saturday. Saw Central York win. Saw West York win. Uh, The West York one that's big because they're actually going to the state playoffs now after winning again yesterday. So they're a really impressive team. Saw them beat Gettysburg. Uh, Yes, just a lot a lot of action in general. Field hockey. We have a couple teams still uh, hanging in there and in the district tournament so a lot a lot of stuff going on
0: i'll say this right out of the shoot central york football uh we talked last week about them being an improved team this year definitely believe that they are five and zero on the road this year that's an impressive that's mark. Is impressive yeah yeah i want to say um uh, let me pull up their record here real quick i want to say they have six seven wins five of them seven and the
1: seven and two i believe oh yeah, yeah i think so five yeah.
0: and oh five and zero on the road so that that's 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 pretty remarkable for that team for sure um, what are you looking forward to this week? Obviously, a big weekend ahead. Uh, what do you have on your sights? Uh, well, I mean,
1: the one thing to look at is kind of some of the soccer title games. You know, we got Fairfield playing York Catholic, like we said, that game will probably be over by the time this. Uh Goes up, but uh, Gettysburg going for a district title after losing in pretty heartbreaking fashion last year. They lost two one in the district title game last year, and they were undefeated in that game. So this year they kind of they didn't go off to a great start this year, and they've been really strong. They won the league tournament. They were a three seed in district tournament and still get to the title game. So that'll be a you know I think maybe a, a good I don't know not strategy, but maybe it'll be good for them to not be undefeated in the title game this year. Kind of not have that pressure. Sometimes it's a lot of things to kind of juggle, so maybe that team they're a little bit hotter. Uh, maybe they still have that the the harsh feelings from that loss last year. and They can take that and you know maybe maybe try to win this year. Obviously they're they're trying to. But that'd be really big for that program to win a league title and a district title going into the state tournament. And then we got Biglerville the boys team. They're in the district finals in two A. On Saturday, so another local team. They've been very good this year. They won Division Three. So yeah, that soccer's kind of the the dominating dominating uh, storyline this week. Central York's also, I think, th- six and three in football. I think I misspoke when I said seven and two. So yeah, they're,
0: they're they're right around that region for sure. Uh, in, in terms of my end, definitely. I mean, I'd be remiss if I didn't bring up the Dallas Town Red Lion football game. That's always a big robbery, huge for both communities. Red line, it takes an undefeated record into the game at 9-0. Dallas Town 7-2 following their loss um this past week but um you know that we brought up against central but in any event that will be a huge game we'll certainly get into that uh eastern york plays york suburban Mm -hmm. that is for the yaiaa division two Championship. suburban's already clinched at least a share of the title so if they win they win it outright if eastern york wins they are going to share the title with the trojans that's obviously big time right there um, so those are kind of some big headline games entering this weekend. Um, yeah, as we as we hit the home stretch here. So
1: I think we got um, our our game balls to give out as we always do. So I'm gonna give out. Two on the football end um, for Bermudian Springs, which is the game I covered, saw them against Littlestown. Quarterback Chase Doll, receiver Quentin Nace. This is not a program known for throwing the ball. Very conservative. Uh, John Defoe loves to run, runs out of a wing tee offense. And Chase Doll threw for over 200 yards on Friday night against Littlestown. Quentin Nace had seven catches for 147 yards. And made a lot of big plays in the second half. But The game tied 21-21 in the fourth quarter. They really kind of relied on those two go down the field Nace caught the go-ahead score to put him up 28-21 and then again when they were trying to run out the clock late in the game and they're stuck on like their own two-yard line Doll throws like a 30-yard pass to Nace to kind of get to help them run out the clock so a uh, big performance from those two that's a sophomore quarterback so uh Defoe's very lucky to have that kid chase Doll around for another couple of years
0: no doubt about that didn't you say you had did you give out two? yeah I gave it well to the quarterback receiver combo I am going to give my game ball from a football standpoint. Um, I am going to give it to Cade Pabula, uh, Central York quarterback. Uh, Twelve of seventeen passing, two hundred fourteen yards, three TDs. Again, Central five and zero on the road this year with some upsets along the way. They beat Dallas Town last weekend. They beat Northeastern earlier in the year. I also want to say one guy that I saw play on Saturday who has a world of potential, is the running back for William Penn, DeJore Stewart. He had four touchdowns in the first half. Okay? He had 4 70-yard <laughs> kickoff return, 74-yard scoring run, 63-yard scoring run, 58-yard scoring run. So Stewart definitely bringing it big time. And I'm telling you right now, if this young man – keeps together the potential is certainly there to be a college football player he's very impressive really like what i saw he's only a sophomore too right just a sophomore big play threat runs track they have a nice little one-two punch coming out of the backfield they're running back um him and i cannot think of the other young man's name i I mean i wrote about him non-stop but it's escaping me now um but in any event stewart Really is an impressive young player, and I really like what I saw. He really hits the open field quick. He's got long strides. He hits full gear very quickly. So he had a huge game. So I witnessed it. I'm going to give it to him for sure. Um, Other notable athletes this past week: um, Julian Lee, girls golfer at Central York. Uh, She won the bronze medal in the state tournament, the state 3A tourney. Um, She's always bringing it. Um, She's a consistent champion. Yeah, she was.
1: uh, I think one probably our best female golfer golfer last year. Again this year, she's I think a junior this year. That's why I think so. Yes, they got her coming back. Central York, is such a good golf program. Sheeran, you're out.
0: Yeah, her teammate um, Carson Baca, I believe. Yeah, he uh, Central York. He scored a fifth place finish also in the state tournament. So they had a couple high finishers for sure. Um, and yeah, uh, they they, they shine in postseason play for certain. So. Um, it should be should be an, a really interesting stretch drive here for the local teams. From an athlete of the week standpoint, we obviously have our polls every single mm-hmm. week at gametimepa.com. You can vote on the YAIAA portion for our AOWs. Um, the winners this past week, Derek. I'm going to say R Uh, Dover sophomore running back he had 127 yards on 26 carries he also scored a touchdown Dover beat West York 14-7 our female athlete of the the week was Renee Bonner York Catholic soccer she scored the lone goal against Camp Hill um, in the the game that I was at it was a 1-0 York Catholic victory it allowed them to move to the District 3 championship game they face Fairfield tonight which is Wednesday night for the title and Bryce Ole, York Suburban Cross Country. Definitely don't want to overlook him. He finished second overall in the District Three Class 2A Boys Championship Saturday at Big Spring Hikes High School. And he helped lead the the Trojans to their fourth straight team title in District Three. So big ups to all the local athletes. They won the voting portion for our athletes of the week poll. Always a really good turnout for our AOWs. We actually had a technical difficulty with the girls' poll um this past week, but in any event, we had only 437 vote for the female portion, but for the for the football portion, we had nearly 2,000 votes, nice. which is unbelievable. And for the boys' athlete of the week, we had 711. I would say typically those polls are always getting over a thousand votes apiece. So. Go on. They launch Sunday. They typically run to Monday evening. People get involved. It gets heated fast and furious. Usually you get a couple athletes neck and neck, and it kind of causes both fan bases to really go out and push the needle. So check it out every single weekend at game time. We will be back. We will be talking high school football week 10. Yes, we it's the final week. We will visit Dallas Town Red Lion. That matchup will also take a look at suburban um, Suburban Eastern New York. Both those games. Obviously, Red Lion, Dallas Town's big rivalry. Eastern Suburban is for the Division Two title in YAIAA. Come back with us.
1: So we can open with, yeah, football. Um, top of those two games, maybe touch on a few of the other rivalry games like Southwest Spring Grove. Just say these rivalry weeks are happening. I agree. Oh, you know, yeah. Minutes. I think that we
0: should run through them all. Let's just hit the top dogs real right mm-hmm. quick, and then we'll go bang bang. bang. Want to do this? Uh-huh. Welcome back. Game Day with Game Time PA Radio. Teddy Feinberg, Matt Alabone. You're listening to the podcast. We're on Stitcher Radio. We're on iTunes Radio. We're on Sports Radio 1350 W-O-Y-K, 6 to 7 p.m. on Thursdays. We record the show Wednesday. It goes up online on Game Time PA. You can check us out as you're driving in your car, making dinner, <laughs> trying to enjoy your morning. <laughs> whatever whatever you, whatever you want to do, yeah. Yeah, exactly. that's the beauty of it. High school football week 10, what's catching your eye? I got a couple games that are catching my well, eye.
1: I know you want to talk about the Red Line-Dallastown game. Definitely a game. Like I said, uh, if Dallas had won last week, they could have gotten a share of the Division One title. They can't now. But they're, they're still kind of fighting for the district Three playoffs. They're six out of the eight teams right now. So they have a good chance to make it. Even if they lose, they're not definitely out. But obviously, Dallas-Town wants to win and kind of solidify uh, the chance of them making it. And they got to be the Red Lion team that, yeah, they've clinched the title. But they want to go undefeated, and they definitely don't want to lose to a rival Dallastown team.
0: So that should be a really exciting game. It should be really interesting. Matt alluded to it. it lost a little bit of its luster when Dallastown lost. But, you know, this is a rivalry, and I, I know the saying gets old, but I feel like these two teams could be 0-9, and, and it would be a big game. Um, they're neighboring communities. It's huge for the local communities every time out. And let's also call it what it is. Dallas Town's still a seven and two football team. They're a good team. Red Lions just a great team. Red Lions nine and zero. They're incredible. Yeah, uh, they're clearly the class of the league. Um, last year, the shoes on the other foot this year because last year I want to say Red Line had two or three losses on the resume. I think yeah. they had three losses. They were six and three going into this game. Dallas Town was nine and zero. The game was at Dallas Town. Da- Red Line won the game. Won it pretty
1: convincingly. <laughs> they too, won I think. it very yeah. convincingly.
0: This year, red line is 9-0, and Dallas Town 7-2. and And make no mistake, um, going undefeated is big. Um, you care about that. You played yeah. high school football. Yes. Um, kids care about that. Coaches care about that. I don't care what anyone says. That's something you take with you the rest of your life. Um, the community will talk about it. For the rest, certainly,
1: of- and like you know, they're in the very tough district, uh, you know, classification of the playoffs, and you know, it's tough to go and run in states in this league. So yeah, this is kind of maybe like the crowning. Not that they don't want to win a district title, but going undefeated is really a crowning achievement. So yeah, it's a
0: big time achievement, yeah. and it's something as a student. Only one team wins a district title. Only one team mm-hmm. wins a state. T- going undefeated is a big deal, and it's something that you talk about as an athlete you know, for the rest of your career. It's also
1: very hard to win double-digit games in high school football because oh. you only play 10 or 11 great a year.
0: point. So, I mean, like I said, they're going to have a
1: tough uh, matchup in the district playoff. Game. This is like their 10th <laughs> game. So, I mean, I mean, they could always win a game in the districts and, and they'll have a chance to. They'll be they're the four seed, but and they, they want to get some now. noise yeah. in
0: district. I think they're good enough to do that. Definitely. But this is a big game. They yeah. go in undefeated. You bring up the double-digit win. It's a great it, call. It, it this sense. is a big deal. So, this is at stake here. You know, Dallas wants to go in. Red Lion did that to them last year. Red Lion, they didn't allow them to get that undefeated season. You can't tell me that Dallastown isn't talking about that. And, you know, Dallastown's coming off a, a tough loss to Central. York game. They were winning, I think, like
1: 17 nothing, and they let Central come back. So they definitely don't want to have two straight losses to end the regular season. Could potentially knock them out of the playoffs, even if they get in. Don't want to have, like, have it end that way, go into the playoffs, coming off two straight losses. So they'll definitely be motivated. And really, the only team that's kind of given Redline any run for the money is Central this year. And Central won or Central beat Dallastown in a close game. So you would
0: think this one will be a close game, too. As I was talking to my man Steve Navarroly. And the he, he pointed out to me, and I'm taking it to the bank with me. Sent that Red Lions' closest loss this year, or closest well, close they've not lost. Their their closest margin of victory was ten points. Yeah, to Central. That was a good game. Central had the ball. They were down mm-hmm. two or three points. They were driving. They they couldn't cash in. So that was in the fourth yeah. quarter. That was a close football game. But point being, Red Lions pretty much handled the opposition, and there's a reason for it. First of all, they have a first-rate offensive line. Starts and end. You were a former offensive yes. lineman. You get it. It starts mm-hmm. and ends right there. Senior-laden group left to right. And they control the game up front offensive line and defensive line I believe defensive line they they typically control it They've but I know for probably a f- the best defensive player in the league and Nick Argento coming back. the bottom line is this Argento and Tierney are forces on the right side of their offensive mm-hmm. line guard tackle respect they both play on the defensive yeah. side of the ball so those boys can they can take it to you on the in in the trenches. So they control it up there, and there's a reason they're 9-0. You know, in my opinion, it starts and ends there. I'm not suggesting their quarterback hasn't had a sensational year. I'm not suggesting their running back hasn't been great, because they have been. But I'm also not going to discredit what those boys up front. Do. They really just kind of have weapons everywhere. I mean, they've got a, a star
1: running back in Guerrero. They've got a receiver in Paul Jones. They've got a quarterback in Sam Emig, who's really been – we don't have a, a Thomas Merkel type guy in the league this year who's thrown for 2,000 yards. Emig's been probably as effective, if you look at his combined stats, as any quarterback in well, he does it with in, his in feet the now, too. Yeah. He with That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. If you combine, like, because we don't have, like, like I said, that guy who's just, like, chucking the ball over the place. Most of the best quarterbacks in the league are, like, Yochemic and York Catholic and, and Emig, those kind of dual threat guys. And Emig's been probably as effective as any quarterback, just as, as a total package, as the league has seen this year. And, yeah, their job is a lot easier when they've got a big offensive line. But it just shows the... It's just
0: hard to stop a team when they they have
1: strength everywhere. I,
0: I would love to see his yards per carry average. I feel like it's got to be seven or eight. The kid's ripping off. I mean, yeah. I'm talking about it's impressive. Red. The point the point being is this: on paper, Red Line is the better team. On paper, mm-hmm. they should win. You just can't discount the rivalry. No. And the question is this: on pa- paper's paper, how long can Dallas Town run ride that emotional wave on Friday? You know it's going to start out high. How long will it carry them? And I think that that is going to be the determining fact. Am I taking red line? Sure, I'm taking red line. But I don't discredit the emotional wave. I value it. And Dallas wing. Town
1: likes to run the ball, too. So they're going to have to get a push on the, in the trenches. That's going to be, like you said, the offensive
0: line and defense line starts is going to
1: really determine this game.
0: It starts there. Special teams always plays a factor, too. Dallas Town has a great kicker. Um, he knocked home a 47-yarder last weekend. That's pretty amazing. Um, when they won two years ago, their kicker, Matt Curran, knocked home some 40-plus yarders, if my memory serves. So, and honestly, last weekend, Kevin Myers point, was quick to point out, that the game turned last weekend against Central when Dallastown dropped a, uh, a snap, a punt snap in the end zone. Central falls on it. They get seven. Game turns on a dime right there. So th- these things are important. Little things are important. I clearly give the edge to red line on paper but I also understand the way the rivalry emotion works. Right. So we shall see. It should be a good one. Uh, Eastern York Suburban is the other one, and Eastern York has really played well um, within the league. Um, they have won, lost their name, and York Suburban has really played well actually all year. I want to say they've won seven straight football They games. have.
1: They were 0-2, and now they're 7-2. and
0: Okay, so that's going to be a highly intriguing game. It's at Suburban, and I think I'm still taking Suburban. I don't. I think I think eastern york and and their and their new head coach there have really done a nice job, and I don't discount what they've done. I just think suburban I gotta tip my hat to them because they lost Merkel, they the quarterback. they lost the wide receiver mailman. everyone's saying rebuild, rebuild, rebuild. maybe they're rebuilding a bit but they're on the doorstep of a, of, a, of a championship. So I'm going to give credit where credit's due there.
1: Yeah, uh, Ben Ego, their quarterback's actually been playing really well lately. He's still like third or second in the league in passing yards, so he's definitely kind of taken what Merkel's done and, and continued that, that tradition of a good throwing quarterback at York Suburban. And maybe it's, it's helped a little bit. I know they're up to a bad start, and then they get into league play, and Division 2 has been uh, really in transition this year. But they certainly are still a good team, and I would I would definitely say that they're the favorite this week against Eastern New York. But Eastern New York can win, or win a share. Of their first division title for the first time since 1990, so they'll definitely be motivated to do that. It's still been kind of a nice season for them, the new coach this year and everything to to have a, a nice season in division play. But they're only four and five overall, so you know they're going to want to get to five and five. And they're not playing for you know, suburban's going to make the playoffs almost definitely. They're the they're yes, sixth team and four number six team in four a, but it would it would take a lot. Their percentage points are pretty higher than like the ninth uh, number nine team, so they're almost definitely going to get in. This is really it for Eastern York, so I mean this, this is definitely it for Eastern York. They so, you want know, this W, yeah. They, they, you know it's really and it's it's kind of funny, like you know you win, you get a share of a. Uh, division title you lose you finish your the losing record it's it's a, a very big difference between like you know, the win ah, and it's loss it's a
0: great call so, Matt yeah I agree with so you. so
1: they'll, they'll definitely be motivated but uh Suburban is definitely a talented team uh they're they're red hot right now so I think I'd have to give
0: the edge to the Trojans I would too on their home field too you know I find home field makes a huge difference yeah. in these games I mean I feel like when I'm picking these games every week I, I'm always looking at the home field advantage um and you know like you said suburban's been playing their best ball. They lost their first two games here. They've won seven straight. That's all you need to no. know. Coming off a big win against Gettysburg, they're they're kind of feeling enough. they're feeling themselves right now. Yeah. So I think that um I I do like them in the game, but you know again Eastern York it won't have to look far. For motivation what about Adams County any intriguing games on your end I know that you're covering if i 'm not mistaken Hanover Delone.
1: Hanover Delone yeah so they 'll be at Delone one of the league's uh, actually biggest rivalries too those schools are it 's kind of funny because Hanover's in York county and Delone's in Adams but they're like four minutes away from each other it is but, funny but uh, the Nighthawks and Squires definitely have a, have a big rivalry and you know neither of these teams is going to make the playoffs but there is something at stake here because Hanover can clinch their second straight winning season they're five and four for a program that was down for so long we really didn't know what they were going to happen this year them in Biglerville there were so many questions people didn't know like in Biglerville's 0-9 Hanover
0: could have been in that position and they've been solid I agree my first year here they were terrible Mm -hmm. okay I don't know if they won a game I don't think they won they may have gotten one W they were not competitive last year they were much improved you know what to still get four or five W's for them that's nice when you're when you struggle the way they did two years ago, you actually learn to appreciate being yeah. respectable. <laughs> and for Delone,
1: Delone came this year with really legitimate, at least in their minds, District 3 playoff aspirations. I say in their minds because only two teams get to make it. And it was going to be tough for them. And I, I honestly, I was kind of pumping them up before the years. Like... Berm and York Catholic were the two favorites in that division. Don't forget about DeLone. And honestly, they're six and three. They have not been bad by any means. It's just they've had they lost a really tough game in the mud to Littlestown, which is very good, and then they kind of got smacked around by Berm and New York Catholic. So they're definitely not happy about that. But I talked to Coach Zortman on Saturday after they beat York County Tech. A win gets them to seven and three. From being four and six last year, seven and three is a good year. You know, it's in most years before the realignment, that probably gets you into the playoffs. It's it just certainly doesn't year. it's you.
0: certainly an improved yeah. year. I mean seven, I can't argue with that. Seven
1: and three is good. And seven Seven and three feels a lot different than six and four, especially losing to Hanover. They lost to him last year. So they'll definitely be very motivated. Interesting game too. Hanover gets their quarterback Cam Mama back last week. Kid can really throw the ball. Delone, a team that kind of struggled against the pass for most of this year, shut down York County Tech, which you know, they're kind of a rebuilding team too, but they've got a great quarterback and receiver in Josiah Smallwood to Jordan Ray, that connection. And they shut them down. So maybe that shows that Delone is a you know, kind of in a good position to handle Hanover's passing attack. They've got a good receiver in Rashawn Williams. I I think that'll be a close game. I think it'll be a fun one. Uh, a lot of tensions will be high because of the whole rivalry, so that'll be a fun one to watch. All right, so who are you taking? I, I'm picking DeLone, but
0: it's. It, I think it'll be tight. I'm taking DeLone. I'm taking I'm taking Red Lion. I'm taking DeLone. I am taking Suburban. Uh, Berm Biglerville. Let's just take it from the top and run through the Week 10 games for a lot of these teams. Berm's be the trying to
1: clinch up their spot in the District 3 playoffs. They aren't going to let an 0-19 beat them, I don't think.
0: I would agree with that 100%. Gosh,
1: I want to see Biglerville
0: win. I can't yeah, stand it's, it's the winless tough, season. Yeah. And then they were
1: good last year. It's, it's been tough for them, but they've struggled all year.
0: Yeah, they really have. You know, Coach Ramos did a great job yeah. there last year. We knew they were going to be And a small team, like 24 kids on the team. It's just a tough year. It is a tough year for sure. Dallastown Red Lion, we already ran through that. I'm going Red Lion. I'm going Red Lion. Fairfield-Littlestown. Um, Fairfield. Littlestown,
1: Littlestown's trying to seal up their spot in the District 3-3 playoffs. Good team. Fairfield, had, they haven't won since the fourth week of the season. They beat Biggerville. Fairfield I fell take, off
0: a cliff. Yeah. Bottom line. I'm taking Littlestown. I'm Littlestown's, Littlestown's had a nice year. Nice are, bounce yeah. back year. They'll be 8-2 sure. if they
1: win. And Fairfield... Yeah. They're not guaranteed to make the one A playoffs. No, even though I think they still might. I actually think they still are going to, but they're not guaranteed. So they want to get a, obviously they want to get a win, but I'm still picking Little Stanley. No, there
0: must not be a lot to choose from. from There's not a, a lot if to choose from. on the doorstep of making it. hanover Geelong, We went over that. Kennerdale at Columbia. This game is scrap. I or neither team
1: is good. Neither team is one. I think I'm going to take KD just because they're the local team. It's it's hard to you know, analyze this one too much. Two teams that have lost by a lot most games this year.
0: Yeah, I am going to take Columbia. Mechanicsburg, Redland. I, I couldn't even really tell you to be. I'm yeah, going Redland Redland's here. Redland's pretty solid. They're 5-4. They're trying yeah. to get a winning season. They could actually, I think they could get into the this District 3 playoffs with a win, too. So they'll be motivated. I'm going Redland. Northeastern, New Oxford. This is self-explanatory. Yeah, Northeastern
1: uh, should take care of that.
0: Spring Grove Southwestern always a really nice rivalry, yeah, rivalry here. Game. Last year, if I just may hearken back, I'm not sure if you were the one who covered this football game.
1: No, it was Tom was there, but Tom Sixtieth. But it was it was a it was a
0: yeah. wild game, mm-hmm. and Spring Grove won on their home field and clinched mm-hmm. the 16th and final District Three spot. That was a big win yeah. for them. They had a pick six, I believe, maybe a, a couple big interceptions. Um, they had a late touchdown pass, like a 54-yarder with
1: under two minutes left to give them the win.
0: It was an awesome game. and this one, I'm going Southwestern. It's on their home field. You know, I, I actually like what Kyle Sprankles brought to the Rockets, but I'm going Southwestern. Two
1: 5-4 teams, two teams that I, I feel like Southwestern has underachieved a little bit this year, while Spring Grove has maybe overachieved still at being five and 4-5. and five. Like, Spring Grove lost all. They only have 30 kids on the team. So I, I, I'd go Southwestern here to, to get, clinch a 500 season.
0: Susquehannock Dover, um, Dover has neither team has been particularly no. impressive. Obviously, you know Susquehannock has lost some tough football games. I feel that like West York game was really tough. There were there was another one earlier in the year too uh, on their home field where they blew a really big lead early. I want to say they've lost two or three games in the final have, in the yeah. closing minutes. I think they're a little better than their record indicates, and I'm going to go with them here on the road. I think Coach Wiles done a pretty decent York a few weeks ago. They so did. yeah, they did. so yeah, yeah. I'll take Susquehannock. I'm gonna take Susky in that game. West Perry, Northern York. I'm going Northern. Yeah, I'll go Northern too. West York at Gettysburg. Gonna go Gettysburg. You have to go Gettysburg. Gettysburg
1: trying to finish off a winning season, go six and four, be a big step forward. West York still, you know, big win two weeks ago, but they're just not quite as good, I think, as Gettysburg.
0: They've taken their lumps here. Gettysburg, nice bounce back season. Definitely taking them. William Penn at Central York. William Penn played an inspired game last weekend, but they did play New Oxford, and that needs to be recognized. I'm clearly going Central. Yeah, I here mean, on we did see William, William Penn can keep it close. We did
1: see William Penn keep it close against Dallas Town, who, you know, played a close game with Central. But Central is also trying to wrap up that district three playoff spot. They're the seven, number seven team and six. I don't think they're going to let a team like William Penn keep that from them.
0: I don't think that's going down. The one thing I'll say is, is that William Penn can't lose five fumbles and keep this close. No, no way. <laughs> Last week they won. They can't even keep it close if they do that again. York County Tech at York Catholic. You know, Tech has been – I never know what team I'm getting on a weekly no. basis with York Tech. York Catholic, I do know what I'm getting on a weekly basis. They're dominant. I'm taking Catholic. Yeah, literally. definitely Catholic. Suburban Eastern New York, we already made our picks. They're actually – I'm going Suburban. Yeah, I'm going Suburban too. All right. Uh, our scoreboard is actually saying that game is at Eastern New York. I believe throughout the course of the show mm-hmm. I was saying the game's at <laughs> Suburban. So if you were listening, um, I believe the game actually yeah, is at Yeah, I'd Eastern. still give
1: the probably the edge to Suburban. I'm it's still going to go –
0: I, I will go there too. All right, Matt. Well, we're going to go to commercial break. We will be back for our third segment. It will be our final segment. We are going to talk District 3 playoffs. Uh, Teddy Feinberg, Matt Alibone, you're listening to Game Day with Game Time PA here on Sports Radio 1350 W-O-Y-K and, of course, on the Game Time PA podcast.
1: They only yeah they only yeah that makes sense because they're 18 and one going into the districts. We they only talk about that
0: game a little bit, even though it's tonight. We gotta kill 10 to 15. Yeah, here. Um,
1: that's fine.
0: I have a list here of all the local games, so okay. I'm just gonna run through. this. stuff up. I'm not gonna yeah. add comments. Exactly. <laughs> Welcome back, Teddy Feinberg, Matt Alibone, uh, Game Day with Game Time PA Podcast, Sports Radio 1350 W-O-I-K. We're on the air 6 to 7 p.m. Thursdays there. We're on Stitcher Radio. We are on iTunes Radio. We're doing it every single week throughout the high school football season. Also, playoffs are here for every sport. It's not just about the high school pigskin. Let's pick it up right there. Tonight, our show is recorded on Wednesday. It'll be online either Wednesday evening or Thursday morning. But two teams that have had very good years, square off in girls soccer. Fairfield ranked number one in District 3, Class A. They're facing York Catholic, who is ranked number three in District 3, Class A. They play at Hershey Park Stadium, 7.30 p.m regardless of outcome both of these both these teams have had very good years we'll start with fairfield they have a 20 and 1 overall record Again, ranked number one in district three. They had a good year last year, but for some reason I feel like they've come absolutely out of nowhere, even if that's not true. Well,
1: if you just look at their schedule, you'd think they'd be playing lacrosse, not soccer. I think I might have said that last week. They're winning games like yeah. I mean the first round of districts they beat Lancaster Country Day eleven to three. That you know, you don't really give up three goals and win by eight typically. Kind of what You said about like William Penn giving up five fumbles and stole <laughs> it's a
0: totally different situation. If you but, just you know look I mean. at the stat sheet, you say they lost.
1: Yeah. But but Fairfield has an incredible offense. Hannah Logue, who's one of the best players in the the league this year, for sure. Uh, And you know what? I think it kind of bodes well for them is that when they beat, uh, I'm trying to say that, Tolba Hawken. I don't know if I'm... That's it. If if I said that right, when they beat them in the district semis, they won 2-1, game one OT, I believe. And I think that's big for them to win a close game, because you never know, like they're playing York Catholic now. They beat York Catholic like 13 to nothing the first time they played, and five to four the second time. So it could very well be a close game. And Fairfield lost the the league title game one nothing to Central York, which I think might have been maybe a shock for them. Like, wow, this team's challenging us. We can't score. So I think it's good for them to get that kind of low scoring, you know, two goals in soccer is actually a lot. You. But get a go, uh, you know a low scoring win under their belts in the semis. I think that's good preparation for a title game. Give them good experience of playing with a close game. So I think I'd probably pick Fairfield to win this game game, but uh, like I said, your Catholic kept it close the last time, so you can't count them out.
0: Yeah, you know, I, I think, and, and this could be, sometimes when you cover a team, you just are used to watching right. them. I actually am going to pick Catholic. Um, they've already lost twice to Fairfield. Yes. Hard to be a team three times. Um, I also think they lost 13 nothing game one, 5-4 game two, Fairfield scores in the closing seconds. I believe there were six seconds left point I'm trying to make is this. Catholic feels like they should have won that game, mm-hmm. and they want this bad. Not that Fairfield does and Fairfield's had a great season. Um, you mentioned their offensive firepower. Yes. <laughs> um, you know, they're, they're not an easy team to contend with. I'm not suggesting they are. I'm just going to go Catholic here. I think they've had a nice year. I think they have a good team. I think they're extremely hungry for it. I think they want it. I think that they know they are due against Fairfield. So I just think it's kind of their time. Um that's not to discredit what Fairfield's done this year by any stretch sure of the Fairfield imagination. I'm sure Fairfield probably feels like teams, it's time yeah, I time. Honestly, good you point. get
1: to a district title game, you, you, you feel like it's your time. You feel like it's your time. And If, you're if you don't, you should leave. <laughs> Fairfield was good last year, but they've been so good this year. Strong senior class. 100%. When you keep winning this way all year, you feel like it's, it's our year. And what adds to that motivation, this is Fairfield. It's way, I think I said this last week, they're way out there in Adams County, past Gettysburg. It's easy to forget about them. It's really an easy school to forget about. They don't win district titles very often. You in any sport, so for them to bring home a district title would mean a lot to that school. It would it would really be special for, for them to lot. kind of put their stamp on
0: on the district three and and the league to bring a, a district title home to the league. Again, we record this Wednesday night or Wednesday afternoon. These games are Wednesday night. You could be listening to the program Thursday or Friday, so just bear with us. But we're going to run through the other Wednesday games because I think that they actually have playoff implications for yes. field hockey. Northern New York plays Gettysburg. New Oxford plays Lampeter-Strasburg. Both those games are at Lower Dolphin. Bermudian Springs plays Newport. That game is at Lower Dolphin as well. <clears throat> the two uh, ga- aforementioned games were in two-way. The The Um, I apologize, the Northern New York Gettysburg and the New Oxford game, they're two-way consolation. Bermudian is in 1A. In any event, in my understanding this correctly, the winners actually qualify for the state tournament.
1: Yeah, I think that makes sense.
0: So there's some playoff implications there. So best of luck to those teams going in there. And, if they, and right. the point is this. If you are listening to this and it's Thursday, the games will be over. You still can look at the winners and, you know, th- they're, they're moving on.
1: Those programs typically can make districts. They don't typically go far in districts. I know when I saw Gettysburg and New Oxford last week win a, a district game it was the first time first district one, I think, ever for New Oxford, or at least for in a long time. And first district win since 2010 for Gettysburg. So they're really pumped to try to make this. They really, I don't think, have Ever made the state tournament, so they're, the Warriors would definitely be pretty excited to make it. For
0: point of order, the Warriors, the Colonials, and the Eagles are all actually the high or the lower seas They're the favorite yeah. team, I guess, on paper. That doesn't I mean whatever, mm-hmm. but on paper, going in. Gettysburg's the five seed, New Oxford's the two seed, Bermudians the third seed. They play the nine, the eleventh, and the seven seeds respectively. So, you know, someone's going to get. Right. I, I hope one of them, one of them gets a W. I think multiple can. So, big games for them. Keep your eye on it. We're going to be updating the scoreboard throughout the playoffs Wednesday night, whether it's Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Our scoreboard's always updated on Game Time PA. You can get up to the second scores, updates, and analysis on our website at all time. So, so keep your eye on that for sure. Um, high school volleyball ranks, uh, District 3 tournament semifinals Thursday night. Red Lion plays Exeter Township at Hemfield. That's a 7.30 start. Also at Hemfield, York Suburban plays Berks Catholic. That's in the 3A semis. Another 3A semi game. West York P- Palmyra is at Dallastown. DeLone Catholic in the two-way semis plays Lancaster Mennonite at Central York High School at 7 p.m. All those are District 3 semifinal volleyball matches. Um, Matt, any analysis the here The DeLone going? game, I think, stands out. That's a, that's a team that uh, is used to
1: going pretty far in the district playoffs. They're used to winning the league tournament, and they didn't win it this year. So they're going to be really motivated to, to get a district title. They could potentially play York Catholic, who I think is also in the – in the district semis, they if are. they get to the finals, which would be interesting because Delone's beaten them you know twice already this year, who knows if that'll actually happen, but that w- that could be cool, so definitely Delone is a team that I think is really going to be hungry for that that district title. You mentioned red line Th- that is this is just a really good red line team that won the league tournament a lot of really good volleyball teams in the York they really area. are this is an area our area really does well with volleyball it 's one area in the 100%. district where a lot of great teams just team to seem to come out of and red line was the best team to come out of our league this year they proved that in league tournament they beat a great west york team in the semis they held off a pesky york suburban team in the finals i think they're hungry to go on a run so they definitely be a team to watch out for
0: 100 percent. you know i mean boys volleyball and just for point of order matt brought up york catholic i, I apologize i did not bring them up they're playing trinity on thursday night right. at dallastown 6 p.m start but yeah i mean A lot of the lion's share of the attention goes to the boys' volleyball programs, and deservedly so. I mean, you know, Northeastern's track record speaks for itself. Central York's had a really great run in boys' volleyball as well. But the last couple years I've been here, the girls' volleyball teams have definitely shined in the postseason for sure, whether it be Catholic. You brought up Red Lion. They're having a great year. So, I mean, yeah, it's good to see, man. It's nice to see some teams have some success. Definitely. Um, Saturday there's going to be playoff action as well. Central York soccer, they're playing in the consolation bracket. Um, If they win, they're going to go to states. They lost a heartbreaker last night to Elizabethtown in double OT. Um, According to Coach Leno, he said, the team you know Central York's coach, he said that the Panthers essentially controlled the game, eighty percent of the game. <laughs> this is what soccer's yeah. crazy like this. <laughs> there was nothing nothing. They just couldn't put a ball home. Then Elizabethtown essentially fell on a loose ball eight, knocked right, it in, yeah. game over. So Elizabethtown's going to States. Central is playing Cumberland Valley in the consolation game. If they win that, they go to state Similar to field hockey, you win the consolation match, you go to the state tournament. So they have a big game, and I believe Biglerville was playing for their Bay District Lavelle 3 championship.
1: Biglerville is playing for the District 3 in, in 2A, too. Try to find that matchup real quick. But, uh, yeah, the Canners, this is another team that has kind of looked at you know this season as being their year. Strong senior class. Connor Grice, who's one of the best players in our league. So definitely a team that looks at like this season like, you know, if we want to really win a district title game— it's it's now to do it. And they are playing Tobahawken, if I'm saying that right again, uh, Saturday, Saturday at Hershey
0: Park Stadium, 3.30 p.m. So that'll be a big one for sure. So uh, we'll just see how it all shakes out. Best of luck to all of our teams. Um, I, I'd be remiss if I didn't say... Again, you can follow us for news updates and analysis all day, every day on game time. Even for football Friday night, of course, we're going to have our live streams rocking and rolling. Dallastown Redline is obviously the headliner from a York Adams standpoint. But, you know, we also have Donegal Anvil-Cleona. We have James buchanan greencastle Antrim, uh, We have hanover Delone. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, we have some ball games on our live stream. You you can watch it there Friday night, and again for throughout the into the remainder of this week, um, and the the playoff action this weekend. Uh, you can watch. You can you can follow us for news updates, analysis, live updates on game time. Pa, Matt, you got anything to add?
1: I think we covered everything. Um, I'll be at the the Gettysburg title game tomorrow. You can follow me. Or this is Thursday night. Uh, Bad to the Alabone. Follow me on Twitter. Be at the Delone Hanover game Saturday. So just follow me for those events. Uh, plus I'll be writing, you know, previews for, for a bunch of stuff, a bunch of other district three action. You know, I've got York Adams district stuff coming at you every single day. So just you know, follow me on Twitter, follow Game Time PA, follow Teddy, follow at Teddy Feinberg, he'll be at a lot more games now. Yes, sir. So
0: I, I'm rocking and roll. I'll definitely be out of volleyball Thursday for sure. Um so yeah, and as champion. we learned
1: on Saturday, Teddy Feinberg his twitter when he's covering sports is very entertaining it's popping so so definitely hit him up it's
0: popping it's popping for sure yeah so and of course uh, our work is featured prominently on game time at all times um red Line girls basketball i, I just want to throw this out there all they right. hire bill novak as their head coach just a footnote uh, we have a story up on Game Time about that right now as well. He replaces the uh, the renowned Don Demoff, who was there for 22 years and had some record like 480 and 130, an unbelievable yeah. career record there. So then um, Coach Novak, very experienced. Um, previously at Northeastern High School for three years, helped turn that program around. Left there was an assistant at Red Lion last year. I, I actually think it's a good hire. He, he got—he's—it's not his first. He knows row the program. Yeah. Knows the program. Knows what it takes to be a head coach. Understands all the intricacies that come with that position. Not saying it won't be a challenge. Dimma, frankly, he's pretty much irreplaceable. Yeah. Well, thanks again for for listening. Um, check us out again next week. We'll be here. Teddy Feinberg, Matt Adelbone. Take care.